for listening and have a dope day. Hello, 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 uh, and welcome yet to another beautiful episode of Two Thumbs Undecided. Uh, I am one host, uh, Sam Ferguson. And I am one host as well, Zach Ferguson, and there is a relationship. There just so happens to be a relationship between the two of us. Uh, it's up to you to decide what that is. Or you can re- yes. remain undecided like like us. Um, and tease, tease later on, we will have evidence of that uh, relationship. Oh, yes. We won't tease too much on that, though. Uh, <laughs> so one thing I want to... Um, let me just fade out this music. Oh, oh. Did you hear that? That was really good. Anyways, uh, one thing uh, I want to mention before we get into it, uh, Boots Riley. Do you know Boots Riley, Zach? Yeah, isn't that the guy who did uh, Don't Bother Me, I'm Talking to You? Yeah, something like that. No, he he did uh, Sorry to Bother You. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> classic confusion. Um, he, let me take a second to pull this up. He was at a... Um, uh, this the San Francisco International Film Festival, uh, and he gave a speech about how film uh, we have not yet reached the, our full capacity uh, yet in 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 film. Uh, he went on to say, um, uh, "I I got love." Oh wait 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 wait, wait. that's not it. Uh, hold on, let me. Uh, people have seen. Um, film has. Oh, here it is. Film hasn't yet reached its fullest potential because we weren't uh, yet ready for what we do with it now. We and artists weren't yet at a place where they're able to take it where we can take it now. Um, and he goes on. I- I'll post the article on our uh, on our Twitter or Instagram or one of the things. Um, but it was just kind of, I think it was just kind of a cool remembering that like a lot of times people think of film and they think of you know they think of the classics they think of scorsese and they think of uh the you train, know spielberg the they think of the, the train uh, yeah the old the, the theater still my favorite film of all time uh, i just like that scene it's a good scene um for those of you who don't know what that is uh the first film ever shot was uh, uh i forget what it was exactly called but it was a french film uh by the uh, lumiere brothers uh, with the train coming at uh, at the camera, and people in the in the theaters thought that the train was actually coming. But anyways, uh, a lot of times people think that that's film, but you know, film is still developing, and I think we're trying to highlight that in this show here. Um, so for those of you just joining us uh, through, uh, some would call this a radio show. Um, oh, man, I'll never get <laughs> Zach over still it. has his head stuck in the it. past. Um, yeah, so um, we'll start with some news. I have some film news. Oh, you have some film news? All right. Uh, fill us in with some film news. Now, this isn't really film news, but more of a, like, like a aha moment. Uh, I just found out that uh, Tim Mather, uh, Math, Mathinson, uh, Tim Matheson, who was Otter from Animal House and other such th- stuff, I just found out that he was the original voice for Johnny Quest. Oh, that's isn't interesting. that interesting? Yeah. So uh, one of the that's the Phantom Show, of... right? What the Phantom Show, right? No, no, no. Johnny Quest is a, a kid in a black shirt. 
He's kind of the, like the original Boy Wonder type kind of. Oh, deal I was thinking of Johnny on- Test. Oh no, that was no. <laughs> Johnny West was in the in the sixties. It was like a scientist. Oh, mm. it's it's very much parodied uh, in Adventure Brothers. Oh. Adventure Brothers, if mm. you've ever seen. I have not. Anyways, I thought that was a cool bit of trivia hmm. because Johnny Quest, uh, in a way, in my opinion, is probably his most like most uh, pop culture uh, character he's ever played. Hmm. Like everybody knows who Johnny Quest is. But if I told you who Otter was from Animal House, I think a lot of people I, know who Otter is. No, I like I think people from the 80s or uh, 70s would know. Hmm. But like if I said Otter, they would be like, who? Well, I they haven't even heard Animal of Johnny House Quest, was. so I don't know. Maybe, you, maybe you, I'm. You know who Johnny Quest? is. I've heard so. of Johnny Test, the Phantom, the Phantom person from Cartoon Network. Anyways, you're thinking of Space Ghost. No, I'm speaking of Johnny Test. Johnny Look Test. It up. There's no, there's no Phantoms involved with Johnny Test. Yes, there is. No, there isn't. Johnny Test. There's ghosts. No, there isn't. It's oh him wow. Being. Guys, he call is, in. We already start off this this thing with being undecided. I don't know what you're talking about Johnny Test. Johnny Test was a test subject for his twin sisters. Yeah, and they had there's like ghosts no, that they. There's no ghost. It's all oh, science stuff. I'm thinking of something else. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Like, I'm thinking of yeah. Danny Phantom. <laughs> okay. That's who you're thinking of, which has nothing in common. With Johnny Quest. Well, I'm glad we caught everyone up on news uh, and our confusion Uh. in general. Um, So something, uh, another news thing that's happening with the show, um, but more so, I guess, with uh, myself um, Uh, and with the show. Um, I am going to this little festival. uh, Tiny thing. It's a little little tiny thing called uh, Can. Can. I'm going to Can, everyone. I'm going to Can. Can. Wait, is it can or cans? Uh, it's cans. It, it is with an S. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you going to call it the the Sun the Sunday Festival. <laughs> I'm gonna start calling it the Sunday Festival from now on. No, the but Sunday cans. Festival. It's cans. I'm going to cans. Uh, but uh, <laughs> um, our guests today, who we have yet to introduce, uh, are shaking their heads. Um. Now- but anyway, no, so I'm going to Cannes. Um, I uh, did this uh, comp- competition thing called Three Days in Cannes. Um, and we are, uh, I just sent in a cover letter um, and uh, I got in. I'll be there for three days um, and I will report back to you. This will be late May, uh, May 22nd to May 25th. Um, I will be there. I will be watching things and uh, giving you the skinny. As some people say, yes. Um, uh, I, I will not be there. Mm-hmm. I did not send this in. Uh, they didn't allow this to be a partner thing, so mm-hmm. I'll be still in America, uh, dealing with American culture uh, and uh, slowly uh, decaying unculturally. Mm. That uh, sounds painful. Decaying um, unculturally. Anyways, someone said. It's painful, but uh, we come from the soil, and thus uh, we go back to the soil. Wow. Well, <laughs> Godspeed with that, I guess. Um, Godspeed Spider-Man. Godspeed. Godspeed Spider-Man. Um, so I guess we can get to our topic today. Is there anything else in film news? 
that you know about? Uh, I did write down here. No, no, no. That's you know what? I don't, yeah, that's it for film news. Okay, there you go. Uh, so we can get to our topic today, uh, and in doing so, we can get to our two hosts, or two, uh, not hosts, that's you and me, we can get to our two guests, um, guests. and we, uh, let me turn on their mics, um, we have in the show today, if you guys want to pop up to the, to the mic here, uh, we have our parents. Hello, everyone. Yes, they, Hello. They were visiting oh, was- Sam in New York. Uh, once again, I could not uh, accompany them on this trip uh, because I'm kind of stuck in this Pittsburgh uh, <laughs> curse. But uh, they are, we're visiting Sam. Uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, yeah, you're here. And you want to be here. How do you show. like New York? Well, we love New York. No, oh. yeah. Hello, by the way, Radio This Land. is, uh, uh, you want to introduce yeah, yourself? Yeah, I was going to, right, but go you ahead. can do it. You know my name. Uh, no, you should introduce okay, yourself. Okay, my name is Vicki. Friar Ferguson. I use the Friar just in case there are any Friars out there. And I am the mother of Samuel Ferguson. All right. And, and that is all. And dad? <laughs> you look like you had notes. Oh, and, and not me. I know. I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> no, I she was... made both of the hosts. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Nobody picked it up but Zachary. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. No, this is it. This is it. Dad is only father to me. Dad, yeah, just introduce yourself as the father of Zach. Oh, too soon. All right, go ahead, Dad. Uh, My name is Dave Ferguson. Mm -hmm. Ferguson. Mm. Uh, And uh, I believe it's pronounced con that you're going to, not (laughs) cans. It's not cans, it's can. Are you... uh are Isn't you serious? It? It's called cons? No, no it's not no, called no. Like Wrath of Khan. That's where it came from. He's in with us. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So one of the main reasons we wanted to it's have French. our parents on is uh, they, <laughs> for those, you know, people who m- might listen to this show a, a bit, that you might catch sometimes that we mispronounce some things because we are, in fact, mortals. Uh, and we make mistakes, and sometimes we aren't proud of And we're undecided. And we're undecided. We're undecided how to pronounce things. Um, So we're undecided in our brains, Um, as opposed to our hearts, because we do have a conviction for film, and that is decided. Yes. But we don't know how to pronounce it. Um, (laughs) So, But they correct us uh, normally after a show. I get at least two texts from my dear mother uh, saying all the things that we have mispronounced. Um, yeah. So now we'll we'll get that in live. Uh, we'll get live mispronunciation <laughs> updates. Yeah. Let's just make that the episode. Okay. Well, we're not. The theme for today um, is chosen by Zach. Do you want to? Me? Yes. Most of the time, Sam uh, will text me and says, "What's our theme for this week?" So then I have to come up with a theme, and this is what it is. And so uh, there's a lot of cool shots out there, you know. Uh, uh, we'll go through all of them. So the but, theme uh, is, you know, famous shots. Yeah, uh, or not famous, like camera shots. Yes. So there's, you know, close-ups, long takes, Dutch angle, uh, and then the first one I want to talk about, which is Dolly Zoom, aka the Vertigo effect. Mm. Um, and there are famous examples of that, and we'll discuss our favorite examples of these effects so the first camera shot that i think we should talk about today is the dolly zoom aka the vertical shot the dolly zoom oh that's so that's when you zoom in and you dolly back yes uh, to make uh, and you could do it in reverse but it's where you bring the backgrounds closer 
forward yeah. or and then the uh the subject back uh, yeah. back yeah and so, you that's done by zooming in and dollying back or vice versa exactly so in the movie famously where it all began was in the movie vertigo where um jimmy stewart's character looks down and this like the stairs he looks down a corridor or like a what do you call it yeah corridor right yeah or a pit or whatever yes and the stairs that are going up come forward but the floor goes down mm-hmm. now i believe i read somewhere that that this was done by mistake um and then they just perfected it more and they used it i, I would like to add um you describing that zach uh, gave me vertigo <laughs> <laughs> see that's um, that's the I, tip that's i feel like i'm falling down a flight of stairs <laughs> I like that's the uh, the what's the what's it called? You know the person in like the the radio or on Baba like, Booey. Baba Booey. What did you just say, Baba Booey? Do you not know what a Baba Booey is? I was a I was boo- saying he's like the color, you know, like for the rate, like the, the color commentator. The color commentator is the yeah. he, he commentates on our commentations about the shots. Baba well, Booey's that was just that was uh, that was Baba Booey's no, job, right? No, no, no. That was Howard Stern. I thought Baba Booey yeah. was there for. No. That's his name, right, Baba Booey? Bubba That's Bowie his given was, name. Yeah, Bubba Bowie was uh, the the assistant to um, Howard Stern on his show. Uh, Which, by the way, since I know this is we're supposed, but just a little bit off topic, I just watched recently uh, Bubba Bowie's <laughs> baseball throw. <laughs> okay, I'm sure that was, I'm what sure happened? It was I'm sure it was terrible. Does that was it a good shot? Oh, apparently it was like one of the worst, um, like throws in baseball history like celeb like celebrity throws like he threw it way off into the like not even towards the pitcher mm-hmm. uh yeah uh i've never heard of baba booey before i always thought of that as a an alliteration so weird. really you, you, i i you thought it was something you would see on batman uh where it was just like Baba Booey, and they well, would punch is. someone in the face. Dave, you know, no, you know no, the no. history of Howard Stern. When is it that? What is it you do? You yell at Baba Booey when? No, whenever you, you call. Whenever, yeah, whenever you're like doing an interview. Yeah, you call up, and the, then the like, famous Baba Booey, uh, uh, O.J. Simpson. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, <laughs> I called in and said, "I, I think I see uh, O.J. Yeah, he's uh, next door, uh, Baba Booey." <laughs> <laughs> so lost. Uh, anyways, I'm so sorry you don't and know about the, this. The movies. camera angle changed. And now that we're talking about O.J. Simpson, that brings us full circle back to movies. Yes, that's true. Yes. He was in okay, movies. So, uh, he was in... Um, in uh, Towering Inferno. Tower- really? Yeah. Naked thought, guns. Yeah, he, he was also in All the right. show uh, okay. Naked The Vertigo guns. Shot. Yes. The Vertigo Shot. The Vertigo yes, Shot. Vertigo. He was in Vertigo briefly as a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just had a sh- close up of a baby driving a car. <laughs> yeah, driving. And, and they had it in the credits. OJ Simpson. So we can talk about that in our long shots. Go ahead, Zach. There are a lot of movies that went on to use the Dolly Zoom. Now, uh, famously, I think for kids these days, mm. uh, People probably know it most from the movie Jaws. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great It's oh, also called. Yes. Yeah. Where uh, Roy Schneider <gasps> is. Getting How do you pronounce his name? Schneider. 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 
uh, gets a back. He's getting a back massage, mm. and he sees a spoiler. Sees a kid getting uh, eaten oh, alive. Oh my You spoiled it. <laughs> and his face gets closer while the background uh, gets. That's more, a classic. It scene. is a classic uh, one. That's a good one, Zachary. The the psycho one was I, good, and it gives you that. I mean, for somebody who's now suffering from vertigo, it 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 feels like that. It really does. You're laughing, but it really does. But the the one with Roy Scheider. And because there's also music that accompanies that, that sort of like right. takes you into the terror. And all you're doing, you're not even seeing what's what he's seeing at that point. You're just seeing his face. Mm. So I think that's where the dolly zoom really, it's almost like a timpani a drum kind of a thing. It just yeah. really makes you feel it in your heart and in your chest that what's going on. Anyway, that's very all much so. Uh, yeah, I can't the remember too much about the music mm-hmm. in that, but John Williams, uh, you know, uh, his use of the music for that was By definitely... the way, as a fan of the show, can I just share with your father, when you mention Steven Spielberg, you have to say friend of the show. Yeah. Oh, really? We weren't going to say that. Show. No, not friend of the oh, show. Yeah. Oh, ex-friend uh, of the our, show. He's our enemy. He used to produce our show. He used to produce the show. For those of you just checking in on this, uh, yeah, he used to produce our show, slap Zach in the face. Uh, and now we only really talk to him through his daughter. Who calls yeah, and, and that's why you guys were that's mad why at her we too, do though. the radio. We are show a little now. bit mad at her, but she did not slap Zach in the face. Well, give her time. Well, you know. Um, <laughs> now another great example. I, I'm watching this uh, this video of 23 best dolly zooms. Come on. Is the <laughs> oh, so you're uh, Steven produ- Steven Spielberg produced movie mm. Poltergeist, mm. where uh, the main woman is running down the, cor- the oh, is I actually running yeah, down yeah, the yeah. corridor. Yeah. And the door is like the this, whole hall. I think yeah. elongated. This mm-hmm. this use of the dolly zoom, I think, is like very creative mm-hmm. because this actually has movement of a character mm-hmm. like chasing down. Because what happens is the door is uh, being pushed away, mm-hmm. but the foreground is being uh, uh, moved towards us. Yeah. But the woman is running towards the door, so it seems like she's running in place. Uh, but this is all, you know, th- this is a special effect. So, but it was done uh, in camera, right? Like it, it, there's it's done in camera. With, yeah, with the like lens. there's no CGI. Yeah, mm. uh, and there may have actually, I don't know about this, but there may have been also some actual in like enlonging of the room to make it even more feel like yeah, craziness. like actual like a physical effect. You mean like where they actually did it with some sort of physical manipulation of the set? Possibly. I, I don't know. It's just the way they did it. It just seems like it would. They like it. It looks like it's also. That kind of effect. as Well, well. that was probably that was another Steven Spielberg shot. Uh, the Toby Hooper took credit. Yeah. Court. Quote unquote. Yeah. We, which can, we like to say that uh, Steven Spielberg basically directed. That absolutely. Movie. Can we can we just clarify, Zach, or if you guys have had and I know we need to move on to other shots, but. Yeah. Was the was Psycho literally the first quote unquote? I doubt like, it was the first one. What do you think the Vertigo. first one? But it's Vertigo. called the Vertigo shot. Oh yeah, yeah, not Psycho yes. Vertigo. Um, depending, I mean, based on the uh, on the stuff I'm reading here, yes, it was the first time. It was done by accident, kind of like the man, uh, like the person who left the, a grape out into the sun, and it was turned into a, a raisin. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it was. It was like. Wow, it was I think accident. that was also raisins were invented from Vertigo as well. <laughs> I think yeah. Alfred Hitchcock yes. left off 
Uh, left a, just, a raisin. What did you just call him? Alfred Hitchcock. Alfred. Alfred. Oh, Al- Alfredo. Alfredo Hitchcock. Alfred. Um, <laughs> but yeah, call him Hitch. No, those 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 dolly in zoom out shots, vertigo shots are uh, pretty crazy. But we can move on uh, to uh, other shots in general. What what's the other ones that you wanted to uh, bring up? So the one that that I have the most knowledge on is the long take shot mm. or actually most uh something that's very much interchanged with that is the steady the tracking shot mm-hmm. so that's uh this shot is where the camera follows a subject or follows through a place uh for an unbroken amount of time mm-hmm. and these shots are a great deal of uh Time, it takes time and it also it kind of makes you realize like whoa this is this hasn't been unbroken yeah and uh and sometimes you don't uh, even know it i think that's what no. one of the the best things about those sort of shots is sometimes you 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 don't realize that it's a one shot until it's over those are the best one yeah. shots and then you're just um, like wait have they cut i would actually i would disagree with you i actually love it when i can be like right. whoa that was one like this is one shot well, this is amazing for instance like, um, so just to clarify, are we talking about the long take shots? Or are we talking yes, about the, the unbroken, um, like where where the dolly shot just it's a one continuous shot that just goes all around through a. We'll give an example. Yeah, my the example yeah. I want to bring up is Children of Men. The ending of Children ah. of Men. There's one giant take, uh, in which um the main character uh is going to save the. For those of you who don't know the the story, this the last uh, person who's it's the first person who has been pregnant uh, for like twenty years, and people think that um, no one's gonna have kids anymore. So this is like a sacred person. So he's going in, and there's like a giant battle going on outside. Like tanks are blowing this building up. This guy goes inside the building, uh, gets her, and then brings her out. And as he's bringing her out. Everyone just stops. All the all the all the fighters, both sides, stop fighting and just watch as this person leaves. Um, and it's it's going in is one shot. When they're leaving, uh, I I do think they they cut to um, some of like reaction shots of people of like their point of view. Um, but it was all shot as one shot. Um, and especially when he leaves and they're all looking at him as and then and then it starts off again and they run away. But that giant shot of them entering and leaving and like uh, the the intense violence then suddenly slowing down. And that's Alfonso Caron, who I think is one of the greatest directors ever. Um, that's when I think of the, the long shot. That's the first one that I think of. Um, but what, what, now, what did you come to mind for you, Zach? Uh, for me, I would have to say the Goodfellas. Cabana night scene. Uh, This kind of shows off the steady cam and also the long take. Uh, I have here, it's apparently it is three minutes and uh, four seconds long, but it's a very great way of just kind of taking you through this nightclub, showing uh, the lavishness of of the gangster, how like, how, how they can get the best seats and such. And there's cool music going on and mm-hmm. just overall, just it's really a neat scene. I so that's when I think of. Yes. I don't know if this counts. So tell me if I'm wrong, but I was because I was cheating also and kind of looking up stuff. And I was just looking at um, Birdman. 
um, the scene that in counts. Birdman. Yeah. Where they. Where he. Oh, is this where he was in Times Square? Yeah, exactly. That's a great long shot. Yeah. Well, uh, Inuritu did that also with uh, 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 Remnant. It begins with a long shot. Um, oh, yeah. But I, I think the Birdman one is is nuts, mm-hmm. mainly just because they were able to, you know, do it in Times Square. <laughs> um, and he's like naked running through Times Square. Um, I don't know. Do you think that smell? Um, do you think What's that uh, smell? Is that what you just said? Yeah, there's a smell in here. I guys, Dave. I wish you guys had scratch and sniff. But um, Dave's looking guilty. No, no, that's what they all say. <laughs> Uh, what is going on? I don't know. I'm glad you're smelling something. Elsewhere. Anyways, it smells good here. Um, do you think that? Have you ever seen a, a long shot though um, that didn't pay off? Mm. Have you ever seen a long <laughs> shot that you were just like, "Hmm, Why this kind of is ruining the movie for me." Golly, <laughs> no. I, honestly, that's a great question because I'm always so like dazzled by long shots yeah. that I am I never am dissatisfied. Oh, and also another sorry, uh, one of the most classic long shots, probably one of the earliest ones, Touch of Evil. Touch of Evil. Yes, exactly. I mean, we got to talk about yeah, Touch of Evil. Absolutely. Oh, touch of Evil is the beginning evil. uh that's uh Orson Welles, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Orson Welles uh it's it's actually in a way this this also kind of started as an act not as an accident, but it was Touch of Evil, it began with a long, uh, let's see if this tells, seven-minute long uh, long shot that shows all the characters. And the reason why Orson Welles did it was, well, I think wait, he was, are, what? Are you sure it's seven minutes? I have here that it's three minutes and 31 seconds. Oh, okay, I might be wrong. <laughs> um, and the DP is Russell Meddy. Um, and the reason why he did it was because... Uh, I think he was like trying to stick it to the producers because I, I I mean around this time uh, Orson Welles was having a lot of trouble with getting money for his stuff, um, yeah. and I think he 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 did it because he just wanted to, like he wanted the producers to see that they <laughs> that he had. He spent like seven days for one shot and everyone was just like, what? why do you oh, have so seven days for one shot? And it was just like, so I think he just wanted to like stick it to the man. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that was his, that was the reasoning for it. It wasn't, I'm, how do you, go ahead. How do you think that conversation went? So you be the producer and right, I'll right. be Orson Welles. Oh, okay, right. fine. <laughs> I'll be the producer. Hey, uh, Orson Welles, uh, I got a question for you all. Well, looks yes, like you got my a son. Oh, oh okay. Uh, anyways, uh, Orson, uh, buddy, friend, uh, looks like you got a. a <laughs> I don't know if there was like a smudge on this or something, but it says seven days for one shot. That it's got to be a mistake. I'll talk to. I'll talk to. We'll change it, right? You know, we can't do that. By no, the way. no, we will take it to be seven days. Uh, Orson's like Nixon. Well, Orson, 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 buddy, pal, I, I gotta say, uh, that's a little bit ridiculous, don't you think? Jimmy Stewart, how did you become the producer of this movie? (laughs) I'm leaving. (laughs) You know, why? Well, I uh. Yeah, a wonderful life, you know, it really changed my life, and uh, I decided <laughs> to start producing. Oh, anyway, uh, that was a real recording, so, by the way. 
Yeah, that was really cool. That was yeah. We didn't do that. That was you got that off of YouTube. Yeah, that was a classic YouTube um, now, find. Something I have here for a famous long shot, and Dad actually foreshadowed us talking about mm, this. Good job, Dad. But the the player, uh, the player. Mm-hmm. yeah, the player. It says here it's an eight eight minute and eight second uh, unbroken shot, and I I do remember it being pretty cool. Uh, being like kind of taking us across. You got some Jeremy Piven mm-hmm. yeah. uh, tour, being a tour guide. Um, yeah, I think you see everyone that's in the movie. Yeah. I was about Other, to say well, not, not Denar. Yeah, not D'Onofrio. I don't think he's in that scene. Oh, J- James. Oh, Vince, sorry. I was thinking. D'Onofrio. Yeah. Oh. There's also cool. the, have you guys seen the, uh, the movie Old Boy? Course. There's the fight scene is one take. You remember oh, that? Yeah. That's an amazing scene. So I have a question. Do you, so going back to what I said before, do you think if you throw in a long shot, it automatically makes your film good? No. Yes. I don't. I don't wow. either. But I think the skill sets that are there to pull off a good long shot, you having those skills means you're going to make a better than average So movie. why doesn't more no, why are you student agree? films... <laughs> You Zach, guys don't know, I? but I can actually see Zachary. So even though you can't see him, like laughing at us, I laughing can, with hear you. him. Is he laughing no, with I'm me? No, laughing. I'm laughing. No, I'm laughing at the fact <laughs> that um, I'm just trying to imagine a bad film that <laughs> with has a, a long shot. With a no, I'm saying if you're a student a director, shot. if you're trying to get like an Academy Award at the age of 17, just make it a long shot. Just do a, a seven-minute long shot. Back to Birdman. Wasn't Birdman, like, what, isn't that another thing it's known for, is being full of these sort of trash oh, yeah, and dolly it's supposed shots? To be one shot. I completely yeah. forgot about yeah. that. It's it's supposed to be, I mean, it's obviously it's, not one shot, no. but it's shot. It's edited to be one long shot. Yeah. So, I mean, that's so just, you could do that. You, I guess you could with your iPhones, right? Because everybody now, all the auteurs today are just shooting with their iPhones. Yeah. So Samsung's. you could just, what? <laughs> or Samsung's. Samsung's. You. Yeah, excuse you. Fact. That's what we were smelling before. Allergies, baby. Um, but you could just take your iPhone and just film as you're walking down the street or something and say, "There's like my Tangerine." Movie. Yeah, which I've not seen, oh, it, but also, uh, 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 Spielberg's oh, no. daughter. <laughs> sorry, Spielberg's daughter uh, just texted me and uh, mentioned the sunny, always sunny episode. That's all one shot. Oh, because yeah. oh, yeah. you know why? Because uh, we're doing film, so we don't think of TV. Yeah. But that's actually a good. Good call. Well, that was in reference to Birdman, though. What is her though. name? Is her name no, 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 Egamund? No, What's her actually, name? Who? Egamund Spielberg? Uh, we just call her Spielberg's daughter here. Okay. Uh, oh, we don't name she her She has name. yet to Oops. get that honor. Sorry, Egamund. Of being called I will say, something. Uh, uh, guys, I will say that that was not the It's Always Sunny episode was not a reference to Birdman. Uh, Charlie Day came out and said that it was just accidentally the like premiered on the same year. That's what they and all say. After Birdman, I so, think. But no. Before we move also, on, oh, go ahead. Well, another TV, another TV thing which made me love this show even more is the uh, True Detective episode where um, season one, Matthew McConaughey, season one, what? Season, yeah, season one, one yeah. yeah. Matthew McConaughey is running through the projects, mm. and he has to uh, make sure he doesn't die. But also, oh, yes, take, yes, I know exactly. Yeah. Yes, because and, and once again. When I found out that that was all one shot or trying to be like a one shot, I was like, wow, this is such, this is, I've never seen this in a TV show. Yeah, Zach, that's a brilliant Um, scene. 
Oh, such a great scene, which is why I think it's one of the greatest te- like it the way it was handled. So I agree, Sam. I think if you just do a long take, you sh- people just, are going to forget that. Just you do have long a bad- shakes. You could have a horrible script. If I was a producer and I got a horrible script, I would just be like, "Sounds like we got to do a long take of this." <laughs> it could like, be a thirty-minute like- film, and I'm just like, "This script is horrible," but you don't want to change anything, so long take it. I, I know this you guys what- want to close. I know you want to close this up, but um, the player, or not the player, but uh, Boogie Nights. Yeah, Boogie Nights. Actually. Boogie yeah, Nights. Boogie Nights beginning. Yeah. I will say Boogie Nights opening scene, I think, is my my more favorite of the long takes. Yeah, yeah Boogie Nights uh, beginning was Because the music. Yeah, that's I great. like the music much more in that one. Like, yeah. Did you see the all the characters? My girl. Can, I, can I change the subject? Oh, yes, wait. Please Zach, do. No, yes. Let's finish. Zachary should be singing. No, no. Okay. Change the subject. <laughs> no, yeah, so, so I want to go. Because when you guys first told us that this is what we'd be talking about, and then Zach, I think, or somebody mentioned long shot. I was thinking more something um, more stereographic, but not in the psycho or I keep saying psycho, not in the vertigo way. Um, so I was thinking of the famous shot in Lawrence of Arabia where mm. Lawrence is sitting there and you just see way, way yeah. off in the distance. That to me is what I think of as a classic long shot because the director, oh. David Lean, is allowing the viewers you know, it's long in, in that it takes a lot of time. Yeah. There's a lot of distance. There's a lot of depth. And there are shots like that to me where the director's brave enough to just sit there and just let the camera yeah. just stay static. Yeah. The static long shots are nuts. And I think there's, so, there's not that much of those any because that's also a little bit more of the editor as well. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times well, things it, it's very rare nowadays to get films that. If you are going to do a long take, it's there has to be movement mm-hmm. to it. There has to be yeah. something that catches your eye. But nowadays, so, there's really not many long takes of just I think, still. I think the directors or cinematographers, whoever makes that decision. But I think they assume that the movie grows goer is going to be antsy. I mean, let's think about it. People in these days and times, the children that are alive right now are being constantly entertained. They've got TVs in the back seats of their cars. They they hold their parents' phones. So directors might think that a Modern moviegoer isn't going to sit there for a two-minute shot of a guy just waiting for another guy to ride up on a horse. Agreed. But Um, so that's why a lot of those long takes, I feel like, really were only in the '60s and '70s. Mm -hmm. And so I would say that that was a long take. While while we just mentioned were tracking shots. What? uh, Though uh, I guess what we were just discussing was less long takes, but just tracking shots. Though an example of what you're saying, mom. And, and everyone about like leaving the camera just go mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that like moving is there's a scene in the movie drive Ooh. where uh ryan uh goosling uh, ryan gosling mm. uh just Goosling's killed a better. bunch of people yes and, like and he's in the bathroom oh my gosh that's and it just like holds on his face and he like slowly sinks behind the door but it's like a really long take and they don't cut away mm-hmm from it i think i think like if if i stop and think about it when we're talking about these static shots these famous static shots the ones i was thinking of immediately were the ones that featured where the where the camera is zeroed in on the actor's face and you see the emotion or the after effects of the drama that just happened play out on the actor and they're not speaking the thing i like about the lawrence arabia is it's flipped we're not you know you do not even see a face you don't even know that that's a person for, I, I really don't know how long that shot is. I keep saying two minutes, but 
until they're a lot closer, you don't even know what that is in the distance. Another, another good, uh, more modern, but uh, probably the reason why they do it is because it's not American. It's a mm-hmm. Polish film. Uh, Ida. There's the scene. Uh, have you guys, who's seen Ida here? No, yet. Ida has, I haven't, haven't seen it yet. Oh, my that's, that's There's a scene. Uh, okay, well, I'm going to ruin something. You might want to turn right. your ear balls off. Um, <laughs> on, let me just. Uh, but uh, there's a scene at the end where she, one of the main characters, is just kind of like walking back and forth, and there's an open window, um, and she's yeah. just kind of walking back and forth in her house, and then after maybe like three minutes, she just goes to the window and jumps out, and it's just a really still scene of just like okay. You didn't really know what was going to be happening. Mm-hmm. You knew something had happened to her, and you were just like, "Okay, this is this is just an artsy shot of her just being in her like." And but then she just jumps out the window, and it's just like there's okay. no setup at all. Mm-hmm. It's just the still shot of just her walking about, and then she just jumps out the window. Well, that's kind of like Birdman too. Game of Bird. When oh, you say yeah. where, well. Well, Doesn't Birdman's he, always moving. At the end. I mean, the main thing I, I think about this is just the fact that what we were saying, it's just like the, sh- the camera is stationary, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not moving, and she's just moving around, and it's just a very... And I think if oh, you're a good it. director, or, you know, and I don't want to just put this all in directors, because yeah. filmmaking is a collaborative. Mm-hmm. So if you're a good director, hopefully you've hired a good cinematographer, you've hired a good DP, you, you know, and they can help you sit these... Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it really? Cinephop- yeah, cinematographer, DP. Same thing. All right. Um, anyway, I'm not going to argue with that, that, that. But I was going to say, but but when you're setting up these scenes, I think it's really good to remember that sometimes silence and visual silence mm-hmm. is golden, and it can really be impactful to the audience if you set it just a scene that doesn't have a lot other than say the actor, mm-hmm. you know, doing what they do best. Or you're setting. Can I do one other scene real quick? Because I don't yeah. know if we're going to get to it. But I said this before too to you guys off the air. Um, one of my favorite movies is Big Country mm. with Burl Ives mm. and um, mm. Gregory Gregory Peck. And oh, goodness, I'm forgetting who's in Big Country. Anyway, but there's because the whole movie is Big Country, there are scenes where Peck is he has his back to the camera and he's standing on a front porch. And so the entire front is obviously lit because it's the outdoors. And so everything behind you is kind of black and it's, it's more silhouetted. And I just love those scenes. Every of course, Big Country yeah. has a wonderful score too. Yeah. But, but I just there's something about that that's just impactful. Nothing happens. He's just standing there looking at the big country. But it's oh. I don't know. Um, kind of like the searchers. Scene I, too, I always right? oh, I always we think of like about. the fight yeah. scene. Oh yeah, no, that's what <laughs> I think country? about. No, that's what I think about. Yeah, because it's it's such a unique fight scene because yeah. a lot of times you just think it, it fights are like no close music. up there it's mm-hmm. so personal mm-hmm. this is like a extreme wide shot of just the can't mm-hmm. like the canyon and the desert and you just see these two people kind of like fighting kind of not even really that well yeah fisticuffs. like in like fisticuffs, fisticuffs like in the in yeah. the in the middle like in the darkness yeah. and it's just still yeah and it's just a really and there's no it's music a, that's, and then, I think and then the line where he's like, let's get to work for people that haven't that seen effort. the big country. Great, great movie. I, I like to recommend it to people all the time. But I was trying to remember is Gene Simmons is the is the woman. Burl mm-hmm. Ives, Gregory Peck. Gene the Simmons, fight. isn't he's the. Uh, no, it's a woman. Or she, is the yes. exercise person. No, in Kiss, yeah, there's a Gene Simmons in Kiss. Who's that guy? The exercise guy Gene. that's just like. 
Oh, my. Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons. Oh, I thought Richard Simmons. The great was actor, big... Richard Simmons. <sighs> Wait, who, then God. who the heck is J.K. Simmons? Yeah, who's J.K. Rowling? <laughs> <laughs> who's Rowling tennis balls? <laughs> hey, who's Rolling let's Rocks? Close, let's let's close up this conversation and get to the next shot, which is close ups. That's what I have. That was a really great segue. (laughs) Um, Close-ups. Thank you. Uh, The first one that comes to my head as soon as you say that is the very beginning of her. Hmm. The shot of uh, Joaquin Phoenix. I don't remember that one. The first shot of it, it opens with it. Well, maybe not the first shot, but first five shots is his just a close-up on him, Hmm. just uh, his face. And it's just uh, something about it. I, I don't know why that I just remembered that shot. As a close-up, but it was it was just a no. very, I guess maybe Walking Phoenix. I always think as being a nut, and seeing him as like not a nut, yeah. as just a simple person. Uh, yeah. Mom showing me the, the one- shot of Blair Rich Project <laughs> with her with the snot with the, the yeah, <laughs> that's a cool it close-up. Is, well, it's famous. I think of how many yeah. times it's been duplicated now, yeah. both both in quote unquote serious and- movies and in comedy. Yeah, that's funny. Now I I could reference a like a famous close-up. Like uh, uh, the passion of uh, Joan of Arc. Oh my deal! I watched that actually. Is, well, can you reference is, that? No, I'm not going to. Oh, uh, but I will say that that movie is basically close Are up. Are you talking the movie. At, the, at the beginning where she's sort the of on trial? Movie. Well, that's true. Okay, the whole movie like is it, just I like, like it, the beginning where we see her on sort of on trial. Okay, you say what you have to say, Zach, okay. and then I'll talk about Joan of so, Arc. Okay. The the <laughs> the example I was saying, uh, kind of uh, when Mom was talking about. Uh, like holding the camera on and getting the reactions is uh there is a like an extreme close up of Jimmy Stewart in Mr. Smith goes to Washington at the very end where all hope has gone away uh he's like reading the letters yes. uh and he he's like really downtrodden and he looks up at the judge and the judge gives him a little smile and then Jimmy Stewart smiles, and it's like a super close-up of his face. And it's just like, it shows all the acting prowess I need of Jimmy Stewart in that moment. Mm. And it's beautiful. I, that, scene, that shot gives me hope. Mm. Anytime I need hope, I look at that scene. Yeah. It's just so beautiful. She, You know the, the famous Obama uh, thing where it says hope underneath it? You actually have that in your room. You know, you, the, you, where, yeah, but you have it with Jimmy Stewart's face instead of Obama. <laughs> I um, do. And you had that before Obama was even uh, president. I know, they ripped me They off. ripped you off. I, I uh, what's the kid? Shepard Ferry, the guy that did that poster, came into yeah. your room and was just like, uh, this is a cool art graphic of Jimmy Stewart. Hold what? on. Yeah. You don't he know was how a... to pronounce like actors' names or famous directors. Shepard Ferry. But you remember the guy who made the Hope poster for Obama? It's what easy. a really weird piece of trivia to remember. <laughs> He's a famous artist. This is one crazy podcast. <laughs> He's a famous artist. He's what so can famous. I say? He has a documentary on Hulu. <laughs> Go on Hulu. He has a documentary about him. He's also, okay, whatever. Let's talk briefly about the best close-up I think ever so that, the passion of Joan of Arc. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Watching that it. film, you really haven't, Zachary. It is no, one of it is the epitome of of close ups. Like, who? Uh, what's? Do you know her name? Yeah, I'm look it up okay. Look up the actress' name. She is 
It is such good acting. It is so amazing. The fact that she, like, she invented the the the, the single tear thing. Mm-hmm. She, it was so. She is just so slow. All of her movements, and you're just like she, you just see when she looks up to God, you would believe she's looking at God. It's like everything she does. It's just such every single shot of her and how they're able to do like with silent. This came out in like twenties, like the mid twenties, nineteen twenty eight. Okay, late twenties. But it, it's just like such a powerful. Film every single shot of her is just so. I mean, you could just feel the passion. Go ahead, what mom? Her name is Renee Falconetti. There you go. Plays Joan Duck. Yes, uh, but yeah, that is my favorite example of close-ups. Well, is the passion of Joan? And of what's Arc. great about that too, Zachary? You have got to see this movie. I feel like I we need, do not raise I you guys. Wait, okay. By the way, guys. So movie. the reason why we do this podcast is we were raised in a family in which we were shamed <laughs> growing up. For not knowing things for not about movies, for not watching things yeah. about movies, <laughs> query them about their religion. Or I was in two two years old, and she shames me for not have watching Barney's Big Adventure. What? Oh, so yeah. all right. Anyways, continue, um, Zach. But Zach, you should you so should said, honestly watch Joan of Arc or Passion de Joan of Arc. Okay, I'm gonna throw one in that. I remember because we saw this about a year or two ago, but did you guys see I, Tanya? I did not. Is that, well, that's more no, of a, you're I talking have, about a long I shot have, or a close up? It's a I close up. I haven't seen that movie it? either. When she's looking in the mirror. <laughs> tell there's, it. Well, there's a no. scene where she's, um, I, I think it's shortly after she's going uh, to jail or they kind of reveal what a bad person she is. Oh, we're her. I know what you mean. Yeah. And she's looking at herself in the mirror. And she goes from, she shows all kinds of emotion, mm-hmm. but the camera stays on her and it closes up on her. It's just a brilliant scene. Margot Robbie is one of our best. Yeah. I think she's just a good actress now. Um, before, yeah. I think Love we her. should that probably, we should yeah. probably wrap yeah. this up before we do uh, uh, what we've seen this week. Uh, and I think we should go around the room and we should say what our favorite shot uh, of all time is, regardless of oh my. all of these these different types Can it of, be a scene instead of a shot? Is this scene a long shot? No. Then no. So uh, I'll start since you guys might need to think about it. Um, uh, I guess. Wait, the, does it have to. Let's just say it is a scene that you very much. Yeah, okay. Love. It doesn't have to be your favorite, but what's something that you really love? Um, and I'd say, um, well, really, first off, anything by Roger Deakins. I mean, he's like the best. Um, but of a particular oh. shot, I would say the one shot with, uh, um, there will be blood mm-hmm. with the, 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 um, the fire of the, of the, yeah. of the, um, yeah, of whatever the, the oil, Derek. oil, Derek, yeah. that shot's mm. nuts. Uh, that's also in some ways kind of long, one long shot, but, but why just, you, why is that your, when you say favorite shot, why would that be the first thing that comes in your head? Because it's. It's such a, I like shots that show you exactly what this person's goal is fire. It's like to like damn himself in a way. Like he wants so badly these oil derricks and it's just showing the shot is showing you these oil, like your goal in life is leading you to Mm -hmm. death, to fire, to like, to not, it's not a good thing. Mm -hmm. So I love shots that that show 
that reveal to you, and you won't, you may not even think about what it means until the film's over, but reveal to you kind of what what are the main points of the film is, and I think that shot, besides just being brilliantly shot, uh, it shows that he what his his goals are in life is just fire is is yeah is chaos so yeah. so i'm gonna i'm gonna do my next just because i feel like mine's similar to what sam said but without the fire well i guess there's fire but the the seminal movie of my youth was star wars we don't call it the other name because it wasn't oh, called that man. it's star wars yeah. people 1977 star wars. but there was a scene that we my friends and i actually dubbed the scene and Ooh. to me it's always the part of star wars that i think it's it's a pivot point because it's the part where uh, Luke has just uh, said he wanted to apply to the academy, which is run by the Empire, and um, his aunt and uncle or his uncle specifically says, no, you can't. You know, that's a dream, blah, blah, blah. And he goes outside of their little hut and stands there on the sand dune and watches the, the twin sons of Tatooine set. Mm-hmm. I love that for a lot of the same reasons you just said that about There Will Be Blood, because – in that moment, Luke is realizing that, you know, his he really has this over this just overcoming desire to leave this rock that he's known as home. He's looking off into space, which to him epitomizes where all the excitement is and all the fun and all the adventure Um and the suns are setting, which also, of course, has a lot of symbolism and, you know, sun setting and all. So for me, and of course, young Mark Hamill was a Yeah, that's beauty. what I always thought it was. <laughs> all right. Well, let's speed it up. Uh, right. uh, Zach, mine, I I'll say mine real quick. Um, it's from Evil Dead 2, uh, where the evil is – it's at the very, close to the beginning of the movie where uh, the mm. evil in the woods is chasing mm-hmm. Bruce Campbell. Mm-hmm. Um, now, in the in the first movie – whenever the evil was chasing them, there was a way to hide from it or like close a door. Uh, so we, we thought like, Oh, if you close the door, you could stop the evil. Well, in this movie, I was totally surprised because it's chasing him. And it's, it's also a long take too. Yeah. Like a minute or two minutes, but he's running and he closes the door behind him and the evil breaks down the door. So now we know that doesn't work and it chases him. He goes behind the paywall, like, or he he goes behind the wall, like, goes into the structure of the building, trying to find this. And you're hearing this, like, and it's so crazy. Um, and that just blew my mind, and was one of the scenes that kind of awoke this feeling mm-hmm. of like, wow, film is great. Whenever so he was watching that, I looked over and I saw he had some stubble afterwards, uh, before he was clean shaven, and I looked over and I was like, are you getting? Facial hair, Zach? Wasn't he not? What? What, yeah. is, what does that have to do with any? No, yeah, he, was he was turning into a man. <laughs> what just right that now? turned me into a? When you no no no. Whenever you watched that scene, I looked oh. over at him, and is he that, was. Is that, and is weird, that how you became a man? Really? Yeah. Well, no. Weirdly enough, after that scene happened, I said, "I am truly a woman." <laughs> he did say that as well. All right, Dad, your in turn. This, in this age, Dad, your turn. <laughs> right. I I don't know why I'm why I'm thinking this scene, but from The Incredibles. Um, when they all kind of come together, I don't know. Oh no, yeah, I'm sorry. I know, I know what you're talking. Star Wars and an Army of Darkness. When they all come together and they hug, no, when they all kind of appear on the screen together, when they all like finally at the very end when they're in their costumes. No, there's a scene kind of towards the in the woods. In the woods, yeah, yeah, Um, I know what you're talking about. When they're being chased and everything else, all of a sudden, 
they're there all together. And I don't know, sometimes for me, uh, movie scenes kind of make me just stop. Mm-hmm. And that made yeah. me stop. There, it's like the, the one scene in the beginning of, which is a terrible movie, but the uh, Avengers 2, when they're all kind of oh. cha- where they're going through the woods in the beginning of the movie and then all of a sudden they're all kind of lined I up. Like that. Yeah. I love that scene uh, where the the characters and the actors kiss it. I love that scene. Oh no, no, no I, that's I, my I, that's one of my favorite scenes. Dad. They just uh, and, they're and all, then that Go ahead. Oh no, you uh well I was going to say uh Avengers 2 that that scene was cool, but uh I would say Avengers 1 where they all meet up and it's the it's the on tracking the shot around them yeah 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 and it kind of yes. introduces them that's yes. i think the live action version of what you're talking about of the, of incredibles. the incredibles yeah so so can i just say look i go. think it's so interesting last thing i'm going to say i promise i'll sit back but i i think it's so interesting because we all like to think of ourselves as like great movie aficionados and we talk about these french directors and yet when we name all of our favorite movies so far everybody except for sam has yeah i was like about to some, say like, Mine was pretty good. Fictiony or you know, pulpy comic bookie. I I could have gone. I was about to do a scene from La Haine or Hate. Oh, which is is another Dolly or. uh, Oh Oh, yeah. That didn't change me. Yeah. You know that didn't turn me into the Anyways, the man. Let's talk about the movie that Zach and I have seen uh, before we close out. And you guys, I know you've seen. I don't know if you've seen this film, Alfonso Cuarón's film. Uh, and your mother too. And your mother too, also known say as. Say it in Espanol. Can you move before. to the mic? No, Please, you shall I, say it. Can, can you say it to the mic? I would like for Zachary or Sam to say the name of this movie, please. E. Okay. Mo, uh, two. <laughs> e, why two mama tame Ben? <laughs> I know it's Tempion. Can someone call in? Can someone call an ambulance? It's tapioca. <laughs> what is it, Mom, as you laugh at me? That's the best. Yes. Just say it. it. Can you just say it? E tu mama tambien. There you go. E tu mama tambien. Yeah. So uh, I found this Oscar movie. Oscar Minor Weaver. Right, guys, guys. Zach has trouble pronouncing things. <laughs> no, uh, I don't. He blames it on his dyslexia. Uh, it's your fault. It's everyone else's your friends. fault. Zach, say Tom. Tom. Bien. Yeah. So the film and your mama too. Yes. Uh, was really I good. Say, I have to say I really liked it. Did you not like it? Zach? I did. T- no, I I really enjoyed it too. I mean, thing is, is uh, <laughs> I always see these movies and I can't help but say like I wouldn't be friends with these people, uh, or like these people, like these very energetic kind of rambunctious uh, guys, um who are kind of full of themselves in some ways. Uh, though, as we went through the film, I actually found it to, like, I enjoyed the characters. Yeah, I think that's the biggest um, thing for me is uh, when I when at first I was just kind of like, okay, this is, like, classic rich young people. And I'm kind of just that's like, a, oh, whatever. What it's kind of a you know. coming age, isn't but it? Yeah, but it's like, yeah, coming of age, but, like, you know, they're just, they're they just typical, do stuff typical kids. Yeah. And then... And then something, and then and then I realized it wasn't really about them as much. It was about the the woman, um, yeah. too. And, also, and also Me how too. it ends, um, is it really shows it? It really shows like how the movie ends. Just kind of explains that this was because the it it kind of fast forwards to like a year or two later, and the kids are like much more mature, 
and you see like, like oh they were just kids like it was mm -hmm. the, you realize the director did a really good job of showing kids as kids and who's the director Alfonso Cuarón was, was his it his first, first film it was his first uh, uh, it got him famous well, well because I mean it so was low I, budget I, when you say I will say that would be a that would be interesting like. Yeah, never mind. There are a lot of scenes that were like, whoa. Good description. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> whoa, mama. That's the sort of show that we have. This, this, a lot of people yeah, well, just like, Tampion. This is, why I, this is why I should go to Cannes. <laughs> that Tampine movie is That Tampine whoa. movie. Whoa, yeah. mama. That tapioca movie. <laughs> Anyways, no if you guys tapioca. haven't seen it, uh, highly recommend it. It's basically just about I, I, these two kids who um, go on a road trip a with a, an old... They have a lot of sex, yeah. It begins with a sex scene, a pretty yeah. graphic one. Spoiler! Spoiler! Okay, it begins with no, the sex actually, scene. Actually, I don't want a spoiler. Sorry, I began the first scene. Um, and it's just kind of... It just shows them going on this kind of crazy road adventure with yeah, road, road trip, trip right? with this older woman who's like Once again, if this movie was made today... Uh, they would have a lot less trouble because GPS would be a thing. <laughs> Agreed. Mom and dad are whispering something. Okay, um, well, I was just, I was going to do this off, trying to do it off the air sneakily, oh but deal. what movie was it recently, Dave, that we were surprised at how good it was? And we saw it, we, not the one the other day, but we, we saw it, we've well, been putting it off. Well, no, well that being said, that we might have to close off because right, right. we have two thought, minutes left. I thought we would do a recommendation. So, yeah, no, okay, yeah. well, well, we have two minutes. <laughs> okay, well, Say it real okay, quick. So, well, this isn't the one I was thinking about, mm. but I guess, yeah, Christopher Robin. We hadn't watched it. All right, Ian McGregor. guys, watch Christopher Robin. Uh, thank you guys for coming on. Um, Bye, Zach. And uh, I'm going to be playing Bye. you off with uh, the song Maps by Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. Uh, because why uh, not? Wait. No, no, no. Play a family song like uh, It's a Family Affair. Not doing that. All right. Anyways, guys, this is we what happens when you city. have the power. Godspeed, all. Bye. Straight.